Hi guys, and welcome back to Midday Matcha with Livy. Clearly, I am fucking Livy. Now we got that out of the way that I'm fucking Livy. You guys are listening to my podcast. I want to talk to you guys. I really want to talk to you guys about my life. I want to update you guys on some stuff that's been happening with me. Let's just dive right into it. I've been an angry elf this week, okay? If you don't know what I mean when I say I've been an angry elf, I mean that I've just been kind of fucking rude to literally everybody that's in my life for actually like no reason whatsoever, okay? I'm not exactly sure why I'm being such a raging cunt. I'm just being one. And I'm going to give you guys an example of when I knew when it was bad. My mom, we love my mom. She's a queen. I love her. She's amazing. She came over to help me with my apartment and set some stuff up. She came to set my bed up is what she specifically came to do. She comes here and she's like, oh, I actually can't put the bed together tonight. And I went ballistic. I went absolutely fucking nuts. Um, I definitely said some things I regret. I definitely did some things I regret. I definitely acted out of anger and it wasn't cute, you know what I'm saying? And we got in a huge fight. Of course, the next day we were fine. And I was like, how are you? What are you doing? Like, love you. And she's like, love you too. But in the moment, it was really fucked up of me. It was extremely fucked up of me. I'm not going to even lie. And in the moment when we were fighting, I have never felt so suicidal since like my freshman year of high school. I was truly just livid. Like I just was so angry. I don't think I've ever had that much anger in me. And I've had a lot of anger in me for the last couple days. I honestly got think it's because I took a week break from my Barry's boot camp classes. And I just think me not working out as hard as I normally do or as much as I normally do really threw off my whole life. And I just became a fucking bitch. And I guess it's like an outlet for me to release my anger and release everything I'm feeling and since I wasn't doing it I couldn't really release my anger my mother ended up getting all the anger I had inside me but like I kept telling her I was like you need to leave like you truly need to fucking get out because of the simple fact that I don't want you to see me like this and I don't want to treat you like this whatsoever but I can't help how I feel right now and so you just really need to get out so she left I'm over here texting my best friend losing my mind losing my shit I'm going crazy I'm like I have voice memos of me just being like I'm so fucking pissed I'm gonna do this this and this and I fuck everybody I was just genuinely like a being a raging cunt like I said I was just being the worst and then I took a step back and I was like you know what no let me postmates myself some ramen let me do a quick meditation. So I ordered the ramen, did a quick five minute meditation that I looked up on YouTube. And then I took a shower, exfoliated, and then I got out and I self tanned while I was waiting for my ramen. And then I poured myself a glass of wine and I ate my ramen while watching Selling Sunset. And I honest to God felt like a brand new human being. I felt way better. Um, 
But it really showed how bipolar I was, okay? Because in one minute, I was ready to fucking bomb everybody. And then in the next moment, I was like Buddha. I kid you not, I was texting my best friend like, I hope you have a blessed day. I hope you have mindfulness. I hope you have all of it. She was like, I cannot breathe. This is hilarious. I don't know how you just went from zero to 100 so fucking quickly. And I'm like, I honest to God don't know either. It has to be the mental illness inside of me. It just has to be my mental illness. We're not going to go into my mental illness because you guys don't like when I talk about serious things, okay? I said, hey, let me talk to you guys about my rape and my assault. And you said, please don't ever fucking do that one again. So I'm not going to, okay? We're not even going to get into my sad part of my life. I'm just going to keep it light and funny all the time. Like I haven't been through fucking trauma, okay? That's what we're going to do. That's what we're going to do on this podcast. You guys, also, this week, oh my God, this is tragic. I've been talking to this guy. I've been talking to several guys. Let's not even get it twisted. There is not just one. But I accidentally happened to send this text message to this guy. I was texting my cousin at the same time and I meant to, and I sent to her, I was like, I love you. And then I look and I didn't send that to my cousin. I sent to the guy I've been talking to. And by talking to, I mean, I verbally get aggressive with him very often when he asks me questions just because I get super annoyed. But anyways, we're still talking. And I said love you and then I responded oh my god that made me suicidal that wasn't for you to say love you to a guy you're talking to like that is so fucking embarrassing on my end I was just humiliated and then to follow it up with oh my god ew and then to follow it up with that made me suicidal I just didn't really think I handled the situation as well as I could have, but you know, it is what it is. And I had to live with it. I had to deal with it. And he then was like, well, should I stop talking to you? And I was like, why would you stop talking to me? He was like, because you're in love with somebody. And he was like, oh my God, no, I was not going to send that to a man. Disgusting. You'd ever think I sent that to a man. I'm going to send it to my cousin. So then I sounded like I was completely from Alabama by saying I'm going to send it to my cousin. It sounded like I had some incestual things going on. Like, no, the love you wasn't for you. It was for my cousin. Because in my mind, I'm like, I just tell my cousin I love her all the time. Like, I do. I love her. She's like my sister. And to him, he's like, you're fucking your cousin. Because, I mean, I don't know. He was just like, what? Your cousin? He was like, and why is that disgusting to ever love a man? And I was like, oh, my God. Let's not get into these topics today, okay? My mental sanity couldn't deal with it. Because, mind you, I was still a pretty angry elf at this point in the week. I was just hitting my angry elfness. Like, I was just hitting the peak of it. It was like the day after I called my mom a bitch. So that's lovely on my end. You guys, um, I'm going to give you an update on my dating life. But I completely dove in and I'm having so much fun. I've had more boyfriends in the past week than I have in the past two years of my life. There is just dick swinging at me from left to right to left to right so much dick getting thrown in my face not actually and the way that I just said that was a little bit repulsive on my end they all probably listen you know it's the worst part is when they act like they don't listen and then they listen but they'll say little things about the podcast but they'll never fully ask me questions because they're just not sure if it's about them or not you know what I mean like the things I say guys that I tell you about they don't know if it's them or not like my rebound he doesn't know it's him. I'm always like, wow, you're pretty fucking conceited to think I'd make a podcast episode about you. 
done it like three times and I'm gonna do it again actually. I'm gonna bring up my rebound again in today's episode. I'm a segue queen. I just transitioned so amazingly, so beautiful because I didn't really know how I was gonna introduce this week's episode whatsoever besides the fact that I've mentioned you guys before. I've gone to psychics a lot. I love to get my tarot cards read. I love to let strangers dictate my future and tell me what's next for me and things I should do. I'm very impatient. I always want to know if I could do a tarot card reading every day by one of my psychics, I would. But it's my mental illness. Like I said, it's my mental illness coming back and wanting more than it needs. But whatever. Every time I go to a psychic, they change my life completely. And it's either in a good way or a bad way. So I'm going to get into the stories about how these psychics have changed my life completely. As well as at the end of the episode, if you guys like my stories, I'm going to refer you to my favorite psychic. She actually says she does spiritual guidance. I don't even want to call her a psychic, but holy fuck has my life changed since I've seen her and you guys are about to hear all about it. But first, let me tell you about my first psychic experience. I was at a really low point in my life. It was last, oh my God, it was last year this time. Wow, to see the upgrade I did in myself. Are we kidding? Wow, oh my God, I'm so fucking proud of myself. One of my best friends had just gone to a psychic and she posted it on her Instagram story and was like, guys, go see her. She's the best psychic I've ever had. And mind you, I had never got my tarot cards read before. Never gone to a psychic before. Never done any of that because of the simple fact that I was like, you know what? I think God won't like that. I don't know. I was always just like confused. I was like, does God like when you do that? And you're like, wait, what do you mean? Does God like when you do it? I don't know. I just thought it was like against, like I thought God would like punish me. And I, you know, it's kind of scary when someone can predict your future and know so much about your past and can just tell you so many things about yourself. It is a little frightening, but I was at such a low at this point. That is like the lowest I've been like in four or five years. You know what I mean? Like I've been lower, but I was at such a fucking low and I had no idea what to do, where to go, anything like that. So I was puffy eyed, face was white, crying nonstop tears heartbroken had so much pain inside my heart it was actually so sad and I walked my ass to a psychic's office after seeing one of my best friends post about it on her Instagram story I was like well I fucking need this I walk up to the door I'm like hi um can I get a reading like I don't know how this works you could tell I was nervous you could tell I was frightened you know the first time you go to a bar with a fake ID and you're just completely terrified and petrified and it shows all over your face. That's how I was walking into the psychic's office as well as I had just bawled my eyes out and was just miserable. So she just was looking at me like, oh my God, I'm about to fuck you up. He immediately looks at me and goes, what's his name? And I said, mm-hmm. whose name? What do you mean? Whose name? She goes, the boy. There's a boy, I'm seeing a boy in the cards. And she's just like looking at me and she's like kind of disappointed in me. Like I could just feel the disappointment in her. She was like, what's his name? And I was like, um, gave her my ex's name. What if I just said it on the podcast? I was like, his name is, I just gave you his full government name. Wouldn't that be fucking hilarious? You guys can go harass him. I don't know. I just think that'd be crazy. I think it'd be a fun little thing we could do. Maybe I'll do it one day. I'll give you all my ex's names and we can go harass them together. Yeah. That'd be kind of fun. Okay, anyways. She was like, he hurt you, but you let him hurt you. And I was like, bitch, are you fucking kidding me? The nerve? And then she just went in and in and 
in on me and every single thing that my ex had done to me she knew it was like she was in the relationship with me I was like oh my god was I fucking you the whole time were we dating like because you know way too much shit about this and she just kept going in every single thing he had done and she looked at me and was like there is literally no hope for you to drop your faith for him right now it's actually pathetic she didn't say it like that but she was genuinely yelling at me she was very very upset with me that I let this kid back into my life I mean like as she should be like I shouldn't have done it but she was pissed she was like it's gonna be a really rough one for you basically and then I kept asking her about my career and she was like well what do you do and I was like comedy and she's like well you're not being very funny right now and I was like oh my god I didn't know I had to come in here and fucking perform for you and she was like no I mean like you look depressed and I was like well I am depressed it was either seeing you or slicing my wrist like I didn't know which one to go to so I now I'm here and we're talking and you're giving me advice about crystals so let's keep getting into it and then she talks to me about my cousin's death as you guys know I've mentioned my cousin's death in the past on the podcast it's traumatic it's crazy and then she brings it up and she brings up specifics about it and I'm like holy shit this is nuts how does she know all this it's actually alarming and then she brings up my childhood and is talking to me about things in my childhood and I'm like oh my fucking gosh I could not even imagine being a psychic because of all the shit she knew about me I was like that's like a lot to handle like that's a heavy burden she gave me advice that was like the biggest thing is like she definitely went in on my soul and said all the things I've done terrible and (laughs) just like not the best things and stuff I needed to change in my life that I fully wasn't aware of and so after her the aftermath of seeing her I deleted all of my social media and I had that big social media cleanse that I've mentioned before where for like two months I know oh my god fucking huge it was literally two months but for two months I didn't go on any of my social media and I barely touched my phone I wrote in a journal every single day and I like had to heal I had never been so heartbroken I was dealing with death as well as I was dealing with a heartbreak and it was so draining and hard for me to deal with and I actually couldn't even understand how to deal with it so seeing her really helped me but after her I just wrote in a journal I never touched my phone never looked at my phone and I knew I was going to Florida in October so I was like when I go to Florida I will touch my phone again and I will get all my social media back but until then like I genuinely need no distractions in my healing process I need to heal so badly and I was so fucking heartbroken and low but seeing her gave me hope she completely changed my life it was a weight lifted off my shoulders and ever since that psychic experience I was like they're all gonna be like this and they're not all like that okay ladies and gentlemen all psychics are not that fucking amazing and I'm gonna tell you my next psychic experience my second psychic experience was in March of 2020. Okay, so it was in March of this year is what I meant to say. And one of my best friends and I, again, different best friend, but she was like, let's go to a psychic. And she had also been to the psychic I went to after I went to her. And it was like a Tuesday night and we were like, let's go, like we need to go. And I was at a really weird place in my life. I just felt very stuck. And I was like, I can't get out of the stuckness in my life. I have no idea what this feeling of being stuck is all about. I feel like nothing's progressing in my life. I'm just so confused as to what this is. And so her and I went and we wanted to go to the first psychic I saw. 
but she was busy and couldn't and I, I told you I have no fucking patience I was like no I need to see a psychic tonight like I genuinely need to see a psychic tonight so we're gonna go to some random psychic and when I tell you this lady fucked me up she fucked me up for a minute like I like remember laying in bed and I was like I don't know how I'm going to move past this after I know all this information okay so Here's what happened. I went to that psychic. She told me the same shit that I had been abused in the past. All these things from my exes and everything like that. And I was like, okay, 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 lady. We get it. We get it. I've been through some shit. And then she started to go into my future. And it was a great reading and everything was fine. And then she was like, do you have any questions? And that's where I fucked up. That's where I really fucked up. Because, oh, did I have a million fucking questions about my future? So I went in and asked her about 54 fucking questions about my future and I actually have the notes on my phone still of what that whole psychic reading was about basically told me that I give off very much so like west coast vibes and I was like well that's weird I live in Chicago and I thought I'd be living in New York after Chicago never really thought California I've already lived in California so I was like okay I didn't really love it there so we need to see about that she obviously told me I needed to let go of my past like uh, who doesn't need to let go of their past okay she told me I needed to love myself fully she also told me I was gonna have two long distance relationships this year in 2020 guys it's currently September I've had none so unless I'm gonna have two serious long-term relationships within a couple months honest to god with the dating I'm doing now it might as well fucking happen it could actually happen guys so I'm not gonna discount that one at any cost she also told me I'm marrying someone nerdy and I looked at her and I was like well is he fucking rich and she was like it's not all about money and I was like oh my god you're right it's uh-huh ooh, my bad it's not all about money and she was like no it's not and I was like well but like here's the thing like I like money and I like my own money and I would like someone to bring that to the table and she was like he'll be successful and I was like well how successful and she just gave me death eyes she was like are you fucking kidding and I was like okay I won't ask that one again she also told me that I'm going to run into my ex when he has a new girlfriend and I'm going to be dating one of my long distance relationships. And I was like, okay. She told me my friends and I will always be friends that I have very good friends, which I, I do. I have very good friends. I'm on the right path. She told me it's going to be a good year for me. I think it is a fucking good year for me. She told me I was going to travel to the Middle East this year. I'm not really sure what that is because when she said Middle East, I was like, Japan? I'm not good with geography. So I was like, what do you mean the Middle East? And why am I going to travel to the Middle East? And now here I am in a pandemic. I don't think I'm going to the Middle East, but we never know. She told me I was not meant for the East Coast, which I was like, that's fucking rude. I don't know like why I'm not that's not that's what I've wanted she also told me I have male energy she was like you have very masculine energy imagine being told you have masculine energy I was like how do I what do you oh I was like okay in my eyes that you're trying to tell me I'm a boss and she was like you just have very masculine energy and I was like well I am a bitch like I'm fully a bitch I could see how I could be have that masculine energy she said I'm gonna one of my long distance relationships she said I was gonna meet them while they were traveling for work so I'm excited about that. Maybe that will happen in 2020. And she said he was going to be really successful. So I'm like, I'm going to really live that one up and just be meeting all these men when they travel for work, I guess. Um, she told me that the card shows that I'm very fit. And I was like, you couldn't look at me yourself and see that I'm very fit. That's fine. That's whatever. It's to each their own. Okay, woman. She told me I leave people high and dry with no communication. I was like, have you seen my block list? Yeah, I fucking do that. Not everybody gets deserves my goddamn time.
She told me I need to be nicer to my mom. And you know what? I probably do need to be nicer to my mom because after her and I got in that huge fight this week, I really reevaluated myself as a human being. And I was like, Livy, you really need to get it together and actually start treating your mother a lot nicer. My mom and I are just super fucking close and truly best friends. So it's so easy to talk to her and be a little bit rude. And like, I don't fucking mean to be rude. It's not like I want to come across and hurt my mother's feelings, but she also hurts mine. So don't get it twisted. But also when you're that close with somebody, it's so hard to not show them every side of you, good, bad, and all those things. But the psychic even knew it. She was like, you need to be nicer to your mother. And I, I do need to be nicer to my mother. She doesn't even fucking listen to the podcast. So actually, do I need to be nicer to her? It's rude. She doesn't even listen. Anyways, this is where things hit the fucking fan after I saw the psychic. So my rebound, if you guys haven't heard about my rebound in past episodes, basically I talk about how I thought this guy that I had met was basically a fucking loser. I literally wanted nothing to do with him. He was just a nice piece of ass on the side. Oh my God, okay, he wasn't a piece of ass on the side. He was just like a nice side piece, okay? I was like, I never see anything serious with him, but you know, he's fun to like FaceTime, talk to, talk around with a little bit, you know, nothing too fucking serious. I like really never gave him like a second thought ever in my life. Like I just really didn't. And then I went to the psychic and she described him to me completely and she was like you're going to date him in the summertime and I was like wait what the fuck and mind you I told you guys I asked a lot of questions so I was like okay so you said I'm gonna date him and then she kept telling me information and so much information about him and I was like wait what the fuck I'm going to date him I literally looked at her I was like there's no fucking way like you're playing like there's literally no fucking way and she was like no I'm not kidding uh you're gonna date him and I was like Oh, you're, that's fucking bizarre. There's literally just no way. I was like, he pisses me off. What's going to change? And she was like, just let him come to you. Something will change. And I was like, okay, well, is he going to post me on Instagram? And she's like, what? And I was like, well, like, how serious are we getting? And him and I getting that serious? Like, what? Like, that's the kind of vibe I was getting at. But she didn't really understand what I was saying. And she was like, um, he could. And I was like, okay. And then I was like, wait, are him and I going to have sex? And she was like, well, when you date someone, usually that happens. And I was like, you're telling me I'm going to have sex with this guy. And she was like, yes, it's a very much so possibility. And I was like, oh, you're nuts. You're nuts. You're sitting here telling me I'm going to have sex with this guy. I'm going to date this guy. And then I was like, well, is he going to treat me right? And she was like, yeah, he is going to treat you right if you let him. And I was like, we all know I have control issues. Let him. Oh, my God, I could never. And I was like, okay, okay, okay. Oh, she told me, she was like, he is surrounded by other women. And I was like, oh, no, I'm fully aware he's surrounded by other women. He's a whore. He's fully a whore. And I'm fully aware he's a whore. And she was like, that is going to break you guys up. And I was like, you're telling me I'm going to date this guy. And basically, he's going to fucking cheat on me is what I'm hearing. And she was like, whatever happens, happens. And I was like, okay, okay, okay. Anyways. I could not get him out of my head after the psychic reading to the point where I was like, he manifested me. There is no way I should ever be thinking about this guy as much as I am because I didn't give a single fuck about him in psychic reading or not. I keep seeing weird little coincidences that point me to him. So he had to have fucking manifested me. No, I never once for a second thought it was my subconscious 
obsessing over the fact of what the psychic said. I was fully convinced this kid had manifested me. I was like, he manifested me. There is literally no way I can think about one person so fucking much and like this person that I never even had any sort of interest in in the beginning. You're telling me I'm going to date this loser and now I'm starting to like this loser. My whole world was literally thrown upside down. I was like, what the fuck is happening right now? I was like, why am I thinking about him? So I called him and I said, you're never going to believe what happened. And he was like, what? And I was like, I went to a psychic. And he was like, okay. And I was like, she told me about you. He's like, me? And I was like, I was disgusted too. Don't worry. I was literally fully disgusted that she had brought you up in such a personal reading for myself. Like that was fucked up that I even had to hear about you in a time that was supposed to be meant for me. Okay. I I didn't want this to be about you either. Don't think I went in there asking about you, motherfucker. It just happened to be brought up. Okay. He's like, what'd she say? And I said, she said, we're going to date. And he was like, date? And I was like, yeah, but here's the thing. I'm never fucking dating you. And he was like, what are you talking about? And I was like, I went to a psychic. She told me you and I are going to date and I don't see it happening unless you really change. I'm, I'm literally crazy. First of all, I'm actually fucking insane. Imagine just getting a phone call from some girl that you've like talked to a handful of times. Like you guys are cool, whatever. And she's just like, we're going to date, but you really need to change yourself before you start dating. And he probably had never thought about us dating once, but I don't believe that because he definitely manifested us dating, whether he knew it or not. And if he wants to admit it or doesn't, I don't give a fuck because I know my truth and I know the truth that he fucking manifested me and I will stand by that. Anyways, him and I then proceeded to get in a fight about us dating. Why? Because him and I fought every fucking day. Anytime I talked to this kid, it was a fight. We ended up FaceTiming more. We ended up talking more. We don't live in the same state. And I ended up FaceTiming him more. And I was like, I I think I, I think I might like you. And he was like, oh. And I was like, oh, never mind. Never mind. Actually, never fucking mind. But then I would be talking to other guys and all I would want to be doing was be talking to him and I was like there is literally no way this is happening to me right now why is this happening to me like what the fuck is the purpose and so him and I started facetiming more and him and I started talking more him and I started to get to know each other more and every second I got to know him a little bit more I actually wanted to vomit I was like I cannot believe I'm going to have to date you And he was like, what are you talking about? I was like, the psychic said I'm going to have to date you. I'm going to have to fucking date you. And since to March to May, I had it in my head. I was like, him and I are going to date. I just have to accept this. He's eventually somehow going to change and treat me right. Okay, we're somehow going to just magically stop arguing every five minutes. And he's going to treat me right. It just is what it is. I know that's what's going to happen. She genuinely convinced me him and I were going to date. I can confirm to you him and I did not date and actually we haven't spoken since May because we got in a huge fight and I called him a whore because he's a whore and he called me a bitch and I said you know what there is only select few people in my world that can call me a bitch and you just happen to not be one of them actually a bunch of people can call me a bitch but for a guy you're talking to to call you a bitch I was like even if it's true It doesn't have to be said like that. Like, you just didn't have to call me a bitch. Yes, I did call him a whore. I don't give a fuck. He was a whore. Okay? So him and I have stopped talking. So I'm not really sure how we're going to date. And I know we're not going to date because my next psychic story 
I'm going to tell you how I know him and I will not be dating. But yeah, that psychic really fucked me up because I was convinced I was going to date him. I was like, oh my God, I have to fucking date him. Like, it's true. I have to date him. And it just is what it is. And that experience really fucked me up mentally. And after that, I didn't even want to go to a psychic again at all. Since around January, exactly January, I have been feeling stuck. And what I mean by that is like my life was very neutral. I just didn't see things progressing anymore. And I like there was something in me that I was like, I'm very stuck. I like don't understand why I feel so stuck right now. It was really weird. I was like so confused. I was like, what is this feeling? Why can't I get rid of this feeling? As well as things that brought me back to my rebound. I was like, why am I thinking about him? Why am I even feeling anything towards him? Why am I feeling all these really weird things? So one of my best friends, the one from the first psychic reading was like, hey, I went to this amazing psychic. I need you to go see her. And I was like, first of all, you're bold as fuck for coming up to me saying I need to see a psychic. And she was like, no, trust me, like your energy, your aura, you need it. And I was like, bitch, first of all, calm the fuck down. You know, I've been going through it a little bit. Like, you don't need to come at me so fucking aggressively I booked my appointment the next day because you know what I felt it in my energy too I was like something's up with me I'm just not feeling great her name's Asia she's amazing I'm gonna tell you all about my reading basically this reading was the most beautiful reading I have ever had you guys are like how did this just switch up so quickly there's a certain feeling when you have a reading that goes so well and so successfully, it hits every single point of your life that you knew you needed it to hit. For example, since May, I had been thinking about quitting my job and I was really back and forth with it. My hours got cut and I was like, I feel like if I don't quit my job, I can't 100% be into all my other work. Like I can't 100% put myself into my comedy. I can't 100% put myself into my podcast. I just can't do that until I fully quit this job. But of course, the fear of not having that steady income was like very haunting to me and I was like I just don't feel as if I can quit my fucking job like I'm terrified mind you I have a savings account I preach to you guys all the time like to save your fucking money and I've saved my money non-stop and so it is a hundred percent completely possible for me to live off my savings for a year and I had just been going back and forth about quitting my job or not I went to her I just didn't really say much. I didn't say really anything. Um, She told me everything that she was feeling about me and the energy I was bringing in and all these things. And she was like, there's an energy holding you back. And I was like, okay. And then we got a little bit deeper into it. And basically what happened was a negative energy from basically my past I call her Little Livy. Little Livy was holding me back. So this eight-year-old girl who loved money, who loved toxic men, you're like, why did an eight-year-old girl love toxic men? Because she had daddy issues, ladies and gentlemen. This is the part of the podcast where I tell you I have daddy issues. If you couldn't really realize that from all my toxic relationships I told you about, yes, ladies and gentlemen, I have underlying daddy issues that I have suppressed for years, but Little Livy made me confront them this past psychic reading so basically little Livy loved everything that was bad for me she was holding me back from one quitting my job two letting go of my rebound she was holding me back from everything because she was so scared of things financially she was selfish she was a little girl you're like what is happening on this episode of the podcast guys listen to me and just shut the fuck up okay just listen little Livy was just holding me back from moving forward so my past energy was holding me back from moving forward because 
when you can focus on the past and think about the past and how well things have gone since the past, it's hard to sometimes move forward. So that energy was holding me back. But the fact that she told me that energy was holding me back was the best thing ever because then I can now prevent that energy from holding me back. She also told me a bunch of other amazing things about myself and I don't just want to rave about myself because, you know, like I'm not conceited. No, I completely am. I'm, I bet I love that about myself. I love that I know that I love myself and just told me wonderful, beautiful things, but told me I really need to get rid of this past energy if I'm going to move forward. And I was like, okay, so after that reading, my life had completely just changed. It had been one of those readings where I felt a weight lifted off my chest. I was like, this is what I've needed. This is what I've been so confused by of what's been holding me back for so fucking long. I had felt so lost and so confused. And to hear that that had been holding me back, I was like, oh my God, I can move forward. I can do this. I can change my life. And this is going to be amazing. So the changes that I made after I saw Asia, who is fucking amazing was I quit my job. I had fully sent my letter to my boss and quit my job because I knew I needed to put 100% of my soul, my energy, and my heart into my comedy, this podcast, as well as I cut off my rebound. Remember I told you guys, I was like, what the fuck is making me like him? Yes, he. I'm still standing by the fact that he fucking manifested me, but also little Livy was a huge part as to why I was still thinking about him. She loved toxic men. Like, he was so clearly, obviously toxic for me. And I just was fucking thriving off that a little bit. So, little Livy is a dangerous little bitch, if you know what I mean. She fucking loves the toxic men. Can we blame her? You know, sometimes they're a little bit fun, okay? You know what I mean? Just like a little fucking fun to dabble with, not to date. And by dabble, I mean don't get your fucking feelings hurt by a toxic man. Because it's just never worth it. Just dabble with them. So, I completely cut off the idea or even talking to my rebound or anything like that in general as well as I started dating okay guys it's been a journey for me to get back into the dating game but like I told you at the beginning of this episode I have dicks swinging in my face currently I can't even fan the dicks off enough there's just too fucking many of them I am just so vulgar like it's kind of repulsive but yeah I started dating I started really putting myself out there and I'm like still putting myself out there so much and I'm so much happier not just because I'm dating but because for so long I felt like I wasn't able to date I felt like I just couldn't pick a right man ever and I was like always drawn to these toxic men which like I was it was my past energy completely holding me back from all that and it was such an emotional release after that reading like she just completely changed my life my outlook on things you're like how can one psychic reading do that for you everything you're subconsciously thinking or feeling comes out in those readings and just it's an underlying trust that you know you have with that person that's reading you like the connection I genuinely had with her while she was giving me that reading was something I will never forget for the rest of my life I had felt so grateful to even I am still so grateful to even have that reading from her and it was everything I needed to hear and it was all the steps I knew I needed to take moving forward but I just couldn't do so myself because I just had that past energy that I was still stuck with. Little Livy needed to get the fuck out of my life. She really did, okay? I love her to death because she did serve a really good purpose while 
I needed her in my life. You're like, what is happening? Like, this is a total weird shift. I get it, guys. I get it. It's weird for me to say I had little Livy like controlling my life, but she literally was controlling my life and she just wasn't needed anymore. As well as I've never been so motivated. Like, I am so motivated to be the best that I can be. This is gonna sound so fucking cocky, but like, I was watching Michael Jordan's Last Dance documentary and the way that they talk about him and how he felt about his work and all that he did I was like that is what I fucking strive to be and like that is the impact I want to make on people's lives so like how motivated I truly am to do what I love every single day of my life and impact other people's lives in such a positive way by what I'm doing is actually so fulfilling to my heart and that is the purpose that I just want to seek and fulfill like no fucking other I know I just got deep again I swear to god I'm not going to go into my rape or sexual assault again I know you guys fucking hated that so <laughs> no I'm kidding but just so much passion and just drive to do what I love to do has been completely filling every single part of my body. And I actually have to thank her for doing that for me because if she hadn't made me realize that the inner trust that I needed for myself to quit my job and ditch the toxic men and do all those things, I don't think I'd be where I am right now. And I just feel so fucking good to just 100% be fully into my comedy and my podcast and all those things it makes me so fucking happy and like yes I would be fucking lying if it sometimes isn't terrifying I'm not working the job that I used to work I know when you get so comfortable with such a nice income for so long it can be fucking terrifying leaving that but for me happiness doesn't come from money anymore like don't get me wrong I'm not gonna be like um money can't buy happiness no like that money made me really fucking happy like I'm not gonna sugarcoat that whatsoever but my comedy and this podcast makes me happier than any dollar amount that I've ever had so money's a beautiful thing but also doing what you love and knowing you're doing what you love every single day is just such a beneficial feeling and I honest to god recommend to anybody if you're fucking thinking about just fully pursuing your passion just fucking do it oh my god we live once guys and I knew for me, I didn't want my what lifetime wasted. Like I didn't want to look back and regret not leaving my job sooner. And it could be not what I wanted it to be, you know? But I came into this quitting my job and doing all these things with little to no expectations. I just knew I wanted to do what I loved. And whatever comes from that is an absolutely beautiful thing. So guys, I am going to give you Asia's Instagram because she does FaceTime reading. So she's not even from Chicago. So she does Zoom readings and everything like that because I know she's really helped me and I heard what I said and everything like that. And you want someone like that? Like I couldn't recommend her more. So I'm completely going to give you guys her Instagram because I told you guys I love you and I want the best for you too. If this was a brand deal or anything like that, it'd be a really weird one. So it's not. I just am sharing the love with you guys so her instagram is at a-s-j-m-u-g-g-a and if you need some spiritual guidance anything like that go see her if you're like what is spiritual guidance okay i think it's really important for me i know it's really important for me i'm like i need to have my physical health that's why you always hear me talk about barry's boot camp i'm like i need to be doing barry's boot camp every fucking morning because it keeps me sane it, it keeps me from being an angry fucking elf as well as i have my emotional support and emotional health which is like for my mental health and that's my therapist you guys hear all about my therapist fucking love her she's truly amazing and 
I also think it's important to like eat healthy and stuff like that. So I'm taking care of my body as well as my spiritual health so I can be aligned in every single part of my life is the most fucking important thing for me ever. Okay, ladies and gentlemen. So I highly recommend aligning ourselves and being the best versions that we can be. That was this week's episode of Midday Match, where I tell you guys about my psychic experiences. Some good, some really fucking bad, but overall truly amazing. And I'm really blessed to have had these experiences, good or bad. But you guys know what time of the fucking episode it is. It is my Midday Matcha must-haves. So my first Midday Matcha must-have is grocery delivery. Listen, I know you're like, you bougie bitch, who the fuck do you think you are? I live in the city. I don't have a car in the city because I honestly got think it's pointless. My closest grocery store is like five, six blocks away. I'm not going to be carrying almond milk for five, six blocks away when Amazon delivers my groceries for free. So I highly recommend looking into a grocery delivery because it's just like so much more fucking convenient. And I live in a high rise now and to lug all these fucking groceries, it's just not ideal and I just don't like it. And I'm just saying one of my midday matcha must-haves is grocery delivery. Highly recommending that as well as Another midday matcha must have is the Bluetooth phone clicker thing. You're like, what the fuck are you talking about, bitch? Nobody, literally no one knows what you're talking about. Basically, it's a Bluetooth little remote and you can take photos of yourself with it. So I can like, it looks like someone's taking my photos for me basically. And I live alone and all my friends kind of fucking suck at taking photos. I have like three friends that are good at taking photos. The rest literally take photos. And I'm like, what the fuck is this guy? They know it. I love them. It's no hate towards them. They just don't know how to take a fucking photo. So I got one of those because I'm like, now I'm my own fucking photographer, period, period. For me, my gym shoes get so dirty so easily that needing to buy a new pair and i'm not i'm tired of dropping 150 dollars on fucking nike gym shoes okay ladies and gentlemen i'm fucking tired of it tj maxx is like pumas nikes adidas any kind of gym shoes for literally 40 dollars. can you fucking believe that 40 dollars? okay so why would i not you know what i mean like why would i not purchase gym shoes from there that are cute as shit so i highly recommend looking at tj maxx guys another midday matcha must have is Keeping up with the Kardashians. Rest in motherfucking peace to that show. I grew up on Keeping Up with the Kardashians, so to hear they canceled their show is like really fucking emotional, dude. Like, I don't, it's so weird that I'm like, I'm emotional about Keeping Up with the Kardashians ending, but I seriously grew up on that show. At a young age, I told my grandma's boyfriend that I would chop his balls off just because I heard Khloe Kardashian say it one time. So for them not to be on air anymore is actually so fucking sad. I don't know. I never thought they would end their show. So I'm making it a midday matcha must have to fucking rewatch every single season that they've ever done because I know that's what I'll be doing. I know everyone has their mixed opinions about them, but at the end of the day, say what you want to say. They're fucking businesswomen and they're boss ass bitches and I fucking respect that shit. So I am just kind of fucking emotional that they're literally not going to be on air anymore. I feel like that's nuts fucking crazy i used to sit with my sisters and watch them every sunday on e and we would just live it up and eat it up like i lit i remember watching kim get that bentley and chloe and courtney being like so fucking pissed off about that oh my god it was such an iconic episode yeah r.i.p to some fucking real ones if you know what i mean guys that's it for my midday matcha must-haves can you believe Another episode of Midday Matcha is done. I know, I know, I know. I say it every episode. Can you believe it? It goes so quick. Da, 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 da. Fuck off. 
Anyways, guys, I love talking to you. So if you guys want to reach me, you can reach me at middaymatcha, two A's at the end of matcha at gmail.com, as well as on Instagram at Livy Maeve. That's M-A-E-V-E. That's my personal account. I posted some super whore ass pictures today, okay? I was wearing a red bodysuit and it was just super sexy and... I now look at it and I'm like, that is actually a piece of lingerie. That is not at all a bodysuit. So go check that out. Go check out my whore vibes on my Instagram. You guys will fucking love it. As well as Midday Matcha has an Instagram. And as you know, it's Midday underscore Matcha. That's not what I meant. As you know, as you know, I post bad bitch quotes daily. Okay. You will never not feel like a bad bitch following Midday Matcha's Instagram. So fucking follow it. As well as leave this podcast five stars if you're on Apple Podcasts, as well as a review. I'd really appreciate it if you guys left a review. And just like, don't forget to mention how fucking much you love this podcast. So you guys, that is it for this week's episode. Go get yourself some spiritual fucking guidance and don't trust the wrong person with that shit or else you'll be um, falling for toxic men. But go check out my girl Asia's Instagram and get some fucking spiritual guidance. We all need it. Don't act like you're above anybody thinking you don't fucking need it. You need it. Okay, period. You need it. We all need it. Own that shit. Probably been on three dates already by the time you guys have listened to this, as well as I have two more dates this upcoming weekend. I'm going to be drunk as fuck with my bitches. I'm so excited. We have brunch. We have gatherings of socially distance that we're going to do, and I'm excited to see them and just get a little fucking crazy. We'll see what this week week brings me so I can tell you guys all about it next week I love every single one of you you're a bad bitch and if you ever feel anything less than that don't it's pathetic don't ever fucking question your worth period all right guys have an amazing fucking weekend go get drunk if you don't drink and you're like sober because you've done AA or just in general you're sober go and um live it up still we don't need alcohol to have fun but for me i need some fucking mimosas down my goddamn throat right now okay ladies and gentlemen i love you have a great weekend